Good morning and welcome into the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Giant the Beatman, and you all here on this Deal Breakers Thursday. We're with you till 10 o'clock. Then it'll be Black and Abdallah in for Greeny from 10 to 12, Carmen and Yurko from 12 to 2, Waddle and Sylvia 2, Tyler Aki in for Black and Abdallah from 6 to 8, into Freddie and Fitzsimmons right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. So, Cap, as I told you, so we talked about this on Tuesday. I said, it is interesting to watch the NFL playoffs, and you just can't help but to think, boy, one day we'll see the Bears in, the, in a postseason playoff game, and hopefully more than once in the Eberflus administration. Man, it'd be cool to see the Bears in mid-January, and we're watching games and getting ready for the playoffs and seeing the Bears move on from week to week. It'd be great, but we don't get that. We're just on the outside looking in, like most seasons with the Bears. But the hope is is that things will get better. We hope. Again, they're 3-14. and 14. We would like to see progress next year. I don't believe a 10-win season's in the cards, just no matter how successful their offseason is. But we want to see progress. Make some astute trades in the draft. Get more picks. Bring in good players. And let's keep building. What do you think that we started looking at quarterbacks even more so than teams in the NFL? Is that media hype? You know, for years we'd see these NFL films, right, those Sable films, and we'd see the Bears defense. They'd have their own feature, not even looking at McMahon, and it would just be on the defense. Correct. Steelers defense, Cowboys defense. Correct. Where they would look at it or, or look at a wide receiver, but it wouldn't be so much of an emphasis on the quarterback unless that quarterback was extra special and great. He had to be amazing. You remember this, right? Or is that just me misremembering? No, absolutely. Now, maybe the only videos we saw was because we only had Walter Payton and a good defense. (laughs) Right? That's right. That's right. Like, I remember videos on Dan Marino, Mm -hmm. Lenny Dawson, Joe Montana, like all these great quarterbacks. Joe Namath. Yeah. We never had one of those. That's true. That's true. But nowadays... Everyone's focused on the quarterback because we all know that the quarterback is the elixir to fix a team. It's an offensive league. As much as there might be a pushback on that from generational football fans, oh, you got to have a strong defense, you got to run the football. Everyone talks about the quarterback. Everyone says that the thing that gets a team going is a quarterback that you can have for a decade, a difference-making quarterback. And so here we are in the playoffs, Cap, and we have Patrick Mahomes, we've got Trevor Lawrence, Brock Purdy, Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen. So as we take a look at these eight quarterbacks that are remaining, mm-hmm. and we know that Justin Fields, just based on what we've seen so far, he is a, there is some signs so far that he could be competent at the position, more than competent at the position. Even with a terrible team, three wins for the Bears this past season, but yet we could say, boy, there's some, he's got some uh, fine-tuning. He's got to be able to get better in some spots, but there is an opportunity for Justin Fields to get better. Right? Yes. If you drop Justin into any of these situations, if you dropped him into Buffalo with mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs and Dawson Knox and all McKenzie and Gabe Davis, he looked pretty damn good. Yes. Right? Yes. If you dropped him into San Francisco instead of Brock Purdy, he'd look amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yep. So why can't we just build that here? We've been asking that for decades. But we got the guy. We've had good offensive linemen. We've had good running backs. We've had you know, 
solid players. Mm-hmm. We've never had the guy. Yes. Like in 2018, they went 12-4. and four. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, the double doink aside, we said, Mitch has got to be a whole lot better. That didn't turn out. Right. Boy, if we could get the quarterback right. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We got the quarterback right. We believe that. So out of the remaining quarterbacks that are left, Cap, you got your pen, you got your marker. I got my marker right here. I'm a Sharpie guy. Okay. So the best quarterback that's in the playoffs right now is? Well, a, let me ask you how you're asking that question. If I was drafting of only the eight quarterbacks left, who I would take to build my team around, mm-hmm. or which situation am I most impressed with? If it, it, I think the, the, uh, the former, former, yeah. If I'm drafting, who am I taking number one? After these eight I just gave you. I gave you Trevor Lawrence. I gave you Brock Purdy, Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Boy, I'm probably going Mahomes because he's just got so much magic in him. He's number one for sure. He edges out Joe Burrow for me. Josh Allen's third. So I wrote down a, a list of eight, and I'm just trying to figure out where I'm putting Justin Fields to make it nine, right? Okay, so I went Mahomes barely over cool, Joe Cool Burrow. So I have Mahomes one, but here's the reason. Mahomes has skins on the wall. Mm-hmm. He's in this Kansas City system. I'm not, here, here's one thing I can guarantee you. Kansas City will be a perennial playoff team. I can't guarantee the Super Bowl every year, but they should be in the mix in the mix. Agreed. Bianami, Reed, Mahomes has the opportunity with the weapons to be able to maintain that number one spot, especially out of these eight. To me. He's the number the best quarterback to me in this eight. Number two I have is Joe Burrow. Why? Joe Burrow just went to the Super Bowl with a rickety offensive line. But he had weapons. Mm-hmm. If you're a Bengals fan, you've been waiting for this for, for a long time, right? Since the Asias and Collinsworth years. You've been waiting to have the quarterback that can help you get over the hump. They were, what was it? It was 10 and 7, 10 and 6? And they, had, they got to the Super Bowl? Something like that last year? Uh, no, I think they were better than that. Point is, though, is that this team that has been a moribund franchise for a while finds their way into the Super Bowl. So Burrow will be two on my list as well. Three on your list would be whom? I love Josh Allen. I don't know if he holds up because he takes so many hits. Well, we got to stay true to our bet, our ticket. I have a ticket on Buffalo to win it. Yeah, We were right, Hoodie, 10 and 7. Okay, so Allen is three on my list as well. I have Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, one, two, three. Okay, who's four? Because I think my my name is going to be different than your name. Number four on my list is Jalen Hurts. My name is different. And I'll, well, I'll tell you why it hurts, though. I, just like we look at Justin Fields, and eventually I think Justin's going to get there, Hurts is going to take another step. Mm-hmm. Whatever you thought of Jalen Hurts, you thought middle of the road, and maybe he just not, doesn't have the arm. I think that he really came into his own this year under Sirianni. He did. I really believe, and I believe that he will take another step. I go Trevor Lawrence. I think he is, he's always been one of my favorite players to watch play because mm-hmm. he is a classic. He can use his feet if he has to, but he is a classic 6'5", big arm, intelligent. I love that everything I've read and I've talked to people who have been around him said he's a really good dude. Like, 
loved in the room and he's good to people. Like, I like all of it. Sign me up for all of it. So he would be there with a chance to trend higher. We're close because Lawrence is five on my list. Mm-hmm. I have Hertz five. So, so we're close. Mm-hmm. Lawrence is five because I see the upside there. He's coached with someone that is not around the bars sticking their fingers in it where they don't belong. Mm-hmm. And Urban Meyer. Correct. Being, a, wow. being an adult in the room. Correct. For God's sakes. Correct. Being an adult. Correct. Anyway. Like, like that team, I know they made some moves. They brought Christian Kirk in. There was some talent on that roster. Mm-hmm. That situation was so toxic that bringing in an adult in the room and Doug Peterson, who knows how to coach offensive football, mm-hmm. immediately they were going to take a step up. Guess who I have next? Justin Fields. So we're leaving on the board. Daniel Jones, yeah. Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott. That's who we left on the board. Yeah. And you are putting Justin there. How about that? If I gave you a six-pack and gave you Fields would be sixth on that list out of the nine, what would you say? I would say that you looked at my list. <laughs> what do you mean? Because I have Justin there as well. Yeah. If you gave me, I can have Brock Purdy or Justin, I'm taking Justin. Yes. If you gave me uh, Daniel Jones or Dak Prescott, I'm taking Justin. Yes. So, I mean, then we move down, and it's like, it's Purdy, it's it's Dak, it's Purdy, and then you just finish it out there from there. Yeah, Dan, I have Daniel Jones, actually, ahead of Dak Prescott. Dak wow. throws too many picks for me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, about that. I'm glad JC's not working today. He'd have a heart attack. He would. Saying that. The, the Cowboy fan that works here, Jake Correct. Cantu. I'm not a huge Dak Prescott fan as a player. I hear he's a good dude. That has nothing to do with that. I'm talking about him as a player. Too many interceptions, too many weapons, and sometimes the productivity doesn't match what it should. So, no, I, that would not be one of my guys. So, what do you think of the list, Shay? Because we tried to shoehorn in Justin how he would fit amongst these playoff quarterbacks. I think Cap and I have both agreed that Brock Purdy would be last in that list at nine because it's still to be proven. He's got the incomplete, right? Yes. So, that's fair. But what do you think of, of uh, Cap and I both having fields at six out of the six back? For drafting, was he ahead of Herbert for both of you? Herbert's not on this list. Oh, he's not remaining, is he? I had no. Herbie in for Dak. Never mind. All right. Yeah, I haven't had a Dak because I think Dak is – look, the game that he played on Monday night was great, but that's the best you're ever going to see him play. He's never, probably never going to do that again. If he does, good for him, but that's the ceiling. Daniel Jones, I think, is probably about as good as he'll ever be. So Fields just has the upside of all these guys. It's not – and I want to make sure it's clear. I'm not saying – Dak is not a bad quarterback in this league. We've just been waiting for him to take another step. And again, he hasn't. Again, the injuries, we can't do anything about him being injured and not being available because that's not fair. But when he's on the field, can he be able to take that next step? I know there's so much of a spotlight on the Cowboys and that star and Jerry Jones winning another championship at some point before he dies. That, that's not the whole thing, though. It's just like, can Prescott take another step? So Cap and I are locked in on Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, one, two, three. We have a difference at four. I have Hurts. Uh, uh, you have at four Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, right? So we differ on that. But we feel that Fields could be in that top six. Yes. He has the ability to be in that top six. And we're also saying that with Daniel Jones, listen, hats off against the Vikings. He was awesome. Let me tell you something. I didn't know he had wheels like that. 
And I don't think the Vikings knew he had wheels like that. The way he was running up, running with the football, it was very impressive. And he made a couple of throws that I thought, wow, where's that been? Yes. That was a tight window, zipped it in there. Yeah. Brian Dable's the real deal there, man. So, Shane, let's open the phone lines. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. So we went through the names of Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Prescott, Hertz, Jones, Purdy, Lawrence, and, of course, the Bears' own Justin Fields. And this is a projection on our part when it comes to Fields of what he could be. But we're wondering from you, how many of the remaining playoff quarterbacks is Fields better than? Is it better than any? Is it better than some? Where would you have him? We have nine quarterbacks. Where would Fields fit in as far as his upside amongst these quarterbacks that are remaining in the playoffs? So let's get your thoughts in on Fields and the quarterback position on Cap and J-Hood. Cap and J-Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. It's Thursday, Cap, so you know what that means. Tell me. It's good karma wrestling. That's right. Tonight at 6 on the ESPN 1000 Twitter feed. That's exactly right. We got plenty to talk about. Vince McMahon still lingering around. AEW was in Fresno, California last night. Uh, also, the passing of Jay Briscoe. We'll talk about it all. Six o'clock uh, on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Of course, you can catch the podcast available on the ESPN Chicago app. If you're a wrestling person or know of one, tell them to check out Good Karma Wrestling available on the ESPN Chicago it's app. It's a great show. We're asking you your thoughts about the quarterback position and just like, just cannot wait, Cap, until we're able to see the Bears in the playoffs. Nothing's guaranteed. We know that there's a new president and you have a second year GM and you got a, a quarterback and head coach all trying to be able to put all this together. Nothing's guaranteed, but it's something that you'd love to see. How many of the remaining playoff quarterbacks is fields better than I know that you guys are watching football because even with the bears off, I know I am because when I look at teams like Philadelphia, I said, boy, or San Francisco, I said, boy, what if the bears were that outfit? What if they were Kansas city, a perennial playoff team? I wonder if you gave truth serum to Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, if they could go back, would they take Justin over Trevor uh, Trey Lance? Because oh, that's, sure. that's the choice they made. They may say to you, no. There were some teams, and I've asked people in the league, they said there were some teams because Justin has epilepsy. Yep. And Courtney wrote a magnificent profile earlier in the season, Courtney Cronin did, and it's pinned at the top of her Twitter account. Everyone should read it about Justin's battle through this disease. And there were teams that passed on him because of that. But I think that the both of us looked at Trey Lance and said, uh, North Dakota State, huh? And they only played a few games because of the pandemic. Like, he didn't have... He, had, he made Mitch look like he was a seasoned vet <laughs> in right. college. That's right. <laughs> and it's not like we saw like all this. Yeah, you can see some of these clips on YouTube, but it wasn't like it was on NBC Sports Chicago every weekend. Correct. Right, Because of how small school it was. You had to really dig deep to be able to see. And again, you roll the dice. A lot of NFL evaluators look at big colleges. Who's your coach? Big colleges. Big bowl games. Big championship games. Trey Lance? Didn't at, have in, any of that. In that spot? None of it. None of it. I saw it at the time, and I said, I mean, as a college football fan, yes, I read about him. No, I didn't see a lot of him. And I thought, 
you know, if someone can unlock the issues with Trey Lance, maybe it's San Francisco and Shanahan. Maybe, right? Mm -hmm. I would have preferred the genuine article. Someone who I saw that had Deshaun Watson-like leadership in Justin Fields. That's what I would have wanted. Justin Fields type. Correct. In that situation, that draft. Like, I've come around on Kyle Shanahan. He's, he's done, a, you can't say anything, but he's done a magnificent job. If you look at what John Lynch has done, obviously he's brought a ton of talent. Mm-hmm. He missed on the number three overall pick, Solomon Thomas. He's not there anymore. Right. He missed on, the, what, number 30 or 31 pick that year. Reuben Foster had a bunch of off-the-field issues. I don't think he's in the league. And he gave up three number ones for Trey, damn it, Trey Lance. One dollar. That's a fine. Can I borrow a dollar, please? A, a second dollar. I haven't been able to leave here to go to the car to get my money. You're asking me now for a second dollar. I am. I forgot to turn the ringer off. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, they gave up three number ones. They flipped picks and two more for Trey Lance. So. Unbelievable. Think about if you had five different players that you added to that roster. You're getting nothing. From four ones and a two. That's a lot. And their roster's still among the best in the league. If somebody commits a crime, Mm -hmm. they pay the price for the crime. Yes. Hoodie has now paid two of your fines today. It's unbelievable. Why does Hoodie have to pay the price for your screw-ups? Because my money, I have a little bit in the car. I don't know, eight or ten bucks I throw for whatever I need. And the, the stack of ones from Abdallah is actually at home. In a safe, I'm sure. I don't have a safe. Uh, yeah. Don't have one. It's, it's unbelievable. Two dollars. Dude, I was... Two dollars. It was a late night. That, that's fine. I don't have anything on me except my, my key fob for my truck. That's okay. it. You can throw money at the strippers. Okay. But don't give all your money away. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. We probably wouldn't want your dollars anyways. Probably got glitter and baby oil all over it. Never mind. For God's sakes. It's unbelievable. I get paying your fine now. Now, see, now I'm running out of money for the housekeepers at the hotels I go to. Because, you know, you leave money for, at the hotel when, before you leave. I will do bring it to you next week. Do you not? Yes, I always okay. do. Okay, well, now I'm running out of money for that. Because I keep that, that cash. I'm leaving the hotel. All right, here's three bucks. Here's five bucks, you know. Correct. Now I'm running out of money for that because of you. I'll take care of that. God, I mean, how am I going to pay the, the lady in Springfield, Missouri for my, <laughs> for, for my room? I'll get you. <laughs> it's like people in Murray, Kentucky, they depend on that little money, you know? Yes. It's a dry county. A lot of money in that fine jar. It is. I hope Darren appreciates what's happening here. Bernie'sBookBank.org. Yeah, I hope I hope Darren appreciates this. He does. It's 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 getting it's over it's overflowing with cash here. Uh, Dollar just tweeted with a picture. What happened to the singles I gave you? Spent it. Dollar. It was a late night, man. Threw, I don't have it. He threw him at the pole. That's what happened. Where were you last night? Like, let's all right. Let's get into this. How does this singles just drunk. transfer over into what you were doing last night? Drunk. Where did you belly up to? I was at Chicago Cut. Pat Boyle, the great Pat Boyle, and all my friends from NBC Sports Chicago. Many of them went to dinner. They took me to dinner last night. My wife was there. 
And I'm not a good drinker. I'm just not. I'm just telling you. And I had more than my share. I passed out in the car, on the, in Darman's truck on the way home. I was hurting, man. <laughs> I was hurting. <laughs> Drunk. We walked in. I just literally dragged myself up and laid down on my bed, all dressed. Oh, my God. And then I said, hey, hon, bring me a water. Oh, my God. I'm making coffee, letting the dogs out. Yeah. I got the lecture. That's fine, but I mean, just... I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, I'll get your water when I can. Oh. I've got other things I've got to take care of. Oh, really? Let that be you. And then she brought water. Let that be you, though. Hon, I'll be there in a second. I'm warming something up in the microwave. Yeah. Forget it, I'll do it. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> you remember. Wait, wait a minute. I said I'd be there in two seconds. I'm warming up this little bit. Never mind. I'll do it. Excuse me? That was... Taking the rug up because yes. the dogs. Had That's fine, but but I mean, it took, took a half hour for you to get your water. Correct. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. See, it's just a double standard. Yeah, I'll, I'll defend you on that. But I the, appreciate that. But the idea that I'm pa- paying your fines today. Remember the calls, the wives. Yeah, because you men move too slow. <laughs> I never had s- the water got warm by the time she brought it up. <laughs> uh, is John and Marengo on ESPN One Thousand? All right, John. Hey, gentlemen. Hey, John. Hey, I, got a, I got a question. So you guys got your list made. I'm just curious, who's the coach of this team that you're drafting this player for? And the reason I ask is because, for like example, so like Josh Allen is, and I put in quotes, struggling this year, turning the ball over. Well, he had, when he had Dayball as his OC, he didn't turn the ball over as much. So I'm just curious, it doesn't matter who your coach is on who you're drafting? Uh, it's Bill Walsh, John. Bill. <laughs> it's the late Bill Walsh. It's... Yeah. I'm going with Ditka. <laughs> oh, God. Dar? He's got no oh, idea. I was no, thinking Vince. <laughs> Coach has no oh. idea. Oh, <laughs> you're not going with Ditka. Oh, he's the best. Ah, he is not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, but I mean, uh, it's a great question, John. It's a great question. You say that it does make a difference who the coach is. I, I, all I'm telling you is that sometimes, as you well know, watching the NFL as much as we do, that the talent supersedes the coaching. Does it not? Uh, yes. Yeah, I guess. But look at, look at though, when, when Nagy was at Kansas City, they were like, we want Mahomes. Period. End of story, right? Mm-hmm. So I think Andy Reid being there, I think had a little bit to do with getting Mahomes. And I understand talent precedes coaching. But if you have one of the best coaches there, you're going to want the talent that goes with that coach. You know, I don't think, I don't think Trevor Lawrence would work at, in Kansas City in that system. I, personally, I don't think he would. Why? Did Andy Reid would tailor whatever he had to to fit his quarterback. No, he's, he's saying that if he you was think? in he's saying if he was in Jacksonville and if it was their current coach that oh no oh, no if Trevor Lawrence was in no, Kansas no, City. Saying, right. And I'm saying yeah. Andy Reid would tailor the system to fit whatever quarterback he had. Andy Reid's a Hall of Fame coach. Oh, uh, I figure I well the reason I say that is cuz you know Alex Smith ran the same system that Mahomes was running. Mahomes just makes it run better. So I thought it was his system this is the quarterback I want to run my system is what I the I way think, I looked at it. Well, but he didn't have the ability to pick any quarterback he wanted. He had to pick what was in that draft. Sure, sure. So Absolutely. Here's what's interesting, and we appreciate the phone call, John. 
you know, there are many that will give examples of, look at the playoffs. There's a backup quarterback in there in this situation. The reason why that San Francisco is so unique is, is that this is a third stringer. This isn't just some backup. This isn't um, Tom Brady backing up Drew Bledsoe. This is a third stringer getting this done. Correct. Who's Crazy. a rookie drafted with the last pick in the draft where, eh, take a flyer on that kid. Yeah. That's why there are this people is at Iowa State that are just stunned. Sure. They're like, that guy threw a lot of interceptions here. What, what do you mean he doesn't turn the ball over there? Because Kyle Shanahan, and I said, full disclosure, I was not, until he, I said, he's got to prove to you. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. He's got to prove it. He's proved it. He's the coach of the year. I don't see a scenario where anyone else wins coach of the year. You I agree. Ten in a row with three different quarterbacks? I gave it to Sirianni in August, but I don't know how he wins it now because it's three different quarterbacks and San Francisco's in this spot. I think that's, you know, a smart, I think a smart coach or a talent evaluator looks at a guy like Brock Purdy and goes, I know you threw some interceptions in college, but see, here's our playbook. All right, run this much of it. Okay, so you got a problem with that throw? You don't do very well. Okay, run this much of it. Now we want to run the football, but this is your playbook. Do what's on this sheet or do what's on in this part of the book, and we can get it done. Don't try to do too much. Right. Don't do stuff that you don't know how to do. Correct. It's the old Matthew Stafford treatment. Yeah. Yeah, And in in Detroit. Only run the first five pages of the playbook. The rest is that much. Throw it out. Remember, we had Jerry (laughs) Angelo on here one day, and he said, we finally realized, he goes, mistake on us. They cut the field in half for Cutler. They said, when you roll right, you're only allowed to throw to the right side of the field. Because he would throw all these stupid passes all the way back across the field and get picked off. That's correct. He said, you got to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. He goes, we didn't do a good enough job identifying those when Jay got here. All right, so how many of the remaining playoff quarterbacks is, is Fields better than? We're taking your phone calls on that. Also, ESPN ranked Fields, what out of what when it comes to the quarterbacks in the top 100 players? We're going to give you the number. Where is Fields amongst the uh, top 14 quarterbacks in the top 100 players in the NFL? We'll answer that question for you coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Hey, the football playoffs are here, and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they also are the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats Rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. See VividSeats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. Johnny. Here's today's headlines Headlines. with Captain Jay Hood. The Bulls will play the Pistons in Paris today at 2 o'clock. The Bulls are a 7.5 point favorite. DePaul... They took down Xavier at Wintrust Arena yesterday. Meanwhile, Loyola having a hard time against St. Louis as Loyola loses again, this time to the Billiken. 76-57. No spoon hour. And, of course, you can now now send Liam Hendricks a message of support at whitesocks.com slash Team Liam. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 is streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. It's funny, 
We're talking about the headlines about Liam Hendricks. I was driving south on the Dan Ryan, and I saw the billboards around 43rd Street in support of Liam Hendricks. I just kind of looked up to my left. It's like, oh, there's a billboard there for Liam. So it's really close to Guaranteed Rate Field. So obviously all of us um, are feeling for Liam Hendricks and his recovery. Yeah, I was texting with Scott Reifert of the White Sox last night, and he said we would appreciate if you guys would share this message with your listeners uh, as we all come together and support Liam Hendricks in his cancer battle. Yes, and we certainly are. We saw, I saw that billboard, and I'm glad that we're able to put that out there, whitesox.com slash Team Liam. All the best to the recovery for the closer of the White Sox, Liam Hendricks. No question about that. That great dude. So I, I did not see this initially, Cap, about Justin Fields. ESPN ranked Fields 14th out of 14 quarterbacks in the top 100. Is this too high? Is this too low? Or is it just right? I think it's probably just right. They had Jared, and it's based only on this year. Not the future, not college, this season only. Who are the most valuable players? Justin was 77th overall, most valuable in the NFL. The only bear on the list. I think Jared Goff was 15th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the fifth most valuable quarterback this year. His numbers were outstanding. I don't know if they're sustainable or not. We'll find out. Uh, I think it's just about right for Justin. Are we sure that it's not a one-off for Jared Goff? But we're going to get to the fields in just a second. Are we sure that's not a one-off? We're not sure. And But again, he'll say to you, hang on a second. I was good enough to get drafted number one. I was good enough to be the quarterback of a team in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I had a hell of a year this year in Detroit, which he did. Yes. His numbers are outstanding. If you said I could have Jared Goff today or Justin yeah. Fields going forward, Taking Justin Fields. So am I. I'm taking Justin Fields. But speaking of Justin Fields, when I saw that, ranked 14th out of 14th, look, you know what? That doesn't bother me because there's still more room to grow. Agreed. Listen, we're not putting our, the cart before the horse when it comes to Justin Fields. We are just projecting that Justin Fields, a quarterback for this Bears team, showed some signs. Here, here's a guy here that could have broke the rushing record. But at the same time, as we laugh at the Bobby Douglas numbers or the Bob Avellini numbers, uh, quarterbacks in the past like, boy, look how many rushing yards they had. Well, they had offensive line that was just terrible, and they ran for their lives. Same thing with Justin, Correct. running for his life because the offensive line didn't hold up. Correct. And he, was, he said, look, if no one's open and I got all these receivers, they're not open or tight ends, I got to run. I got to get this first down somehow. That's why he had to do that out of necessity. And same thing with Daniel Jones with the, with the Giants. He has better players than the Bears, but the defense was tight enough on the other side of it with Minnesota where it's like, okay, I'm just going to run for the first down. This is part of the NFL today. I know there's this pushback from so many. It's like, ah, you know, the running quarterbacks, they never win. They never win the big one. You have to do some of it because that's part of the league today. Even those that don't even run well, they have to be able to run and get out of the pocket. We've seen Patrick Mahomes run. Has to. He has a big arm, obviously. Threw for 5,000 whatever yards. But when he's had to, he's run. Josh Allen runs. It's the way the game has evolved. Yes. Now, is do Nick Wright on Fox was talking about the Ravens should trade Lamar Jackson and get Justin Fields. Why would I do that if I'm the Bears? Well, right. Get that injured dude in here who wants to get paid $250 million for my guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah, yeah, because of the injury situation. Correct. And, and there's a lot of tread on those tires, Cap. Correct. 
I just like, uh, oh, is Justin Fields not good enough to be with the Chicago Bears as the Bears try to grow? I, I, I don't understand why there are so many that look at, at Justin Fields as just he is uh, a player that you could just do without if you're the Bears. I mean, you're trying to level this thing, so put in a veteran quarterback now. Okay, so how do you think Lamar Jackson would fare in front of this offensive line? Where still some incompletes on this offensive line for the Bears. How do you think that would go? He'd get his head kicked in. Right. I, <laughs> I, I don't think everyone's trying to help the Bears as much as they want to see Justin Fields with a different team. Because the history says that if it's a young quarterback, a quarterback or a wide receiver, what's the old adage? Like, wide receivers come to Chicago to die? Correct. They've never had a good quarterback. <laughs> right. If they traded Justin Fields, they will wake up one day and go, oh, my God. We traded a guy who's now all pro. Mm-hmm. He has that in him. He does. That's a fact. So I just, 14 out of 14 does not bother me. I think that's just right. Um, a quick sidebar, may I approach? Yes, brought to you by Ankin Law, 312, 6 million for the great Howard Ankin. Sign my ball. Um, you, here's a story you have not told. You've told us in the studio, but you have not told the audience. And that is a little uh, Cubs news coming out of the Cubs convention. You told us that you were able to talk to who could be a, a very bright star for the Cubs in the future. So, full disclosure, i got to give credit to Gordon Wittenmeyer, who mm-hmm. then gave me the nugget. Mm-hmm. He did a, uh, had a chance to sit and talk with Kyle Hendricks. Kyle, he said, Kyle, how are you feeling? Because he dealt with this shoulder thing, and they had to shut him down. And a lot of people are like, well, he's probably done. He said, Kyle told him he started throwing in December. Yeah. Not like playing catch from 10 feet away, throwing, said, I feel great. Shoulder is healed. I'm good to go. That is huge news. Sure. If he's there opening day ready to go on this team, all of a sudden, Stroman, Justin Steele, um, who am I? Jamison Tyone, yeah. Kyle Hendricks, and then you've got Drew Hayden Wisniewski or Drew Smiley mm-hmm. or Ben Brown or any of these guys that are contending for the fifth spot. That rotation takes a big jump if Kyle Hendricks is healthy. So, good news, and hats off to Gordon for getting that talk, or that sit-down with him. What about the youth of the Cubs? The youth of the Cubs has, I interviewed two guys the other day. It'll be on my YouTube tomorrow. Okay. It is Pete Crow Armstrong, their number one prospect. They got him in the Javi Baez deal. Mm -hmm. And it is Matt Mervis, their number one first base prospect. Mm Mm-hmm. These two guys were so impressive to talk to, and both of those guys have big futures in this organization. Big. So that's going to be on your YouTube, uh, David Kaplan on YouTube. Yes. Just find me called The Recap, Mm R-E-K-A-P. It'll be posted tomorrow. That's what I was wondering about because ultimately you see the roster, but it's very similar to some teams where it's like it's a decent roster, but you're not ready to win just as of yet. You're trying to get to the playoffs, and I think that the Cubs are a year away at the minimum from getting there. And that's based on the NL Central, too, by the way. But they could be a factor in that division this year. I'm not telling you they're winning it. I think they're four and a half to one. They're the third choice behind the Cardinals and the Brewers, then the Cubs. They're going to be a thorn in people's side if they're healthy. They will. I like the bullpen. Two more signings coming. Uh, Before... Before spring training? Yes. Veterans? Yes. So that's needed. Two more veterans. I like that bullpen. Hoping they get Andrew Chafin back. Closer? Rodriguez? Uh, Nope. Manny Rodriguez, I think, is gone. Yep. Mark Mark Leiter Jr.? (laughs) 
He won't be here. Uh, I think you're going to see at some point Cody Hoyer, the former White Sox player. Mm-hmm. He's going to be here. He's been dealing. He had Tommy John a year ago. Yeah. By midseason, I bet you he's their closer. Well, you well when I say it's going to take a little bit, I always look at the question marks on the roster. Like you might you you'll feel good about Suzuki Bellinger will be on the team. Swanson, yeah. obviously a big side signing. Okay, but I'm questioning the bullpen into the 7th, 8th, and ninth. That's what I'm concerned with if I'm a Cub fan. And it's a valid concern. That's all. I mean, valid. just veteran presence. If you feel like you're close, you feel like, ah, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, we can get in the mix. All right. Valid concern. Get, give, me, give me the bridge uh, relievers to get to the ninth. that I could depend on. That's a great, great concern, and I think they'll address it. Nasty boys are not in the... Uh, they're not in uh, free agency or out in the streets. Correct. So, but you got to find something, Cap. Maybe Dibble's coming. <laughs> Dibble's coming. Uh, so we're talking to you about the Bears. Also, we've got the Cap and Jay Hood cut of the day that's coming up. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah in for Greeny coming up at 10 o'clock right here on ESPN 1000. We'll be talking to you about Justin Fields and just ESPN ranked Fields 14th out of 14 quarterbacks in the top 100. Is this too high? Is it too low? Is it just right? As we go to Brooklyn, New York, Derek is with us listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Good morning, Derek. Yo, good morning, Jay Hood. Cat, what's going on? What is up, D? Three, chilling, chilling. Three dollars, another fine. Uh oh, another fine. Cat. You, 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 going, you, you're so drunk. He's still drunk from last night. Three dollars. Oh, we had yeah. a going away party last night. Drunk. Yeah. Okay, okay. Just take it easy, Cap. Hold, hold it down. Hold Thank, it down. Thanks, man. man. Drunk. Yeah, but um, no, nah, I think it's it's cool. It's cool where, where Justin is at, you know. But um, like I said, man, I had called in the other day, and you know, you got a lot of Bears haters that hate on Justin, but his skill set is only going to get better. Agreed. With, with with the talent that you put around him, and um, like like I agree with you, man. You put any of these other so called good quarterbacks behind this line and with these receivers, they it's going to be the same thing with them. So just give Justin a chance, man. Give the man, you know, it's his second system that he's learning under different coach. Let him let him learn uh, under the second year. I think he'll improve even that much better with the weapons. Give that man a chance to prove himself, man. He wants to be the man in Chicago. Let him be the man. You know what I'm saying? Are you telling me that if you drop Justin onto the 49ers with Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and that offensive oh, line and uh, Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, all these, he would be a beast. Yes. He's going to crush it, man. He's going to crush it, though, for 4,000 yards and – probably run for the he probably wouldn't have to run for that much because that line is that well and the receivers are that good and the running backs are that good. You know? Agreed. All right guys, take it easy. Love have a you good guys. day. Go we ahead. love you, Derek. Derek will hear the phone call. You've told the story before about seeing this uh toe headed sh- um sharpshooter. You're walking in the gym and you see this guy just can't miss from three and it ends up being Tim Legler. Correct. You told the story, right? Yep. Because you didn't know who he was, you know he Tim Legler who I've who I've worked with by the way. I've done radio shows with him on NBA radio. He's He's a very interesting guy, smart guy, uh, wants to coach, by the way. Yeah, tell you that. he does. He does want to, he wants to coach in the 
in the East Coast if he can. Correct. He'd love to go back to LaSalle where he played. Yeah. But I was scouting in the CBA, which is the G League. Now, I walk in there. I think I was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, or Rapid City, one of those. <laughs> I'm dingy Jim, and I'm like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. He's 35, 40 feet out like Steph Curry. Bang, bang. Who the hell is that? And then he gets a monster night, 30-whatever. I'm like, that guy's amazing. Mm-hmm. Tim Legler. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy athlete. I mean, the ability to knock down jumpers, he was crazy. So the same thing. So a reason why I, I relate this story to this is because of Jokic. So Jokic from Denver, he finished with 31 points, 13 assists, and 11 rebounds. And he is a two-time, obviously, reigning MVP. He passed Alex English. For the most assists in team history. Now, hold on, hold on a second now. This is Jokic, the big man. He's 27 years old. Hold on a second. He passed Alex English. You think about great nuggets, right? Alex English is, it's, it's him, it's Mello. David Thompson. David Thompson. Jokic is probably going to surpass all of them. Correct. The big man passed the great Alex English in assists. So we're choosing up sides, right? We're choosing up sides. You're coaching one team, I'm coaching a team. And I say, give me LeBron. And you say, give me stuff. And I go... All right, give me Giannis. And you say, all right, give me KD. And I say, uh, give me John Morant. And you say, give me Tatum. And I say, uh, give me Embiid. And then the last guy on the side would be this big guy. What's your name, kid? Big gawky kid. What's your name? You look like a loaf of bread. What's Nikola your name? Nikola Jokic. Nick? All right, let's go. It's Nikola. Right? But, but we're playing a game. Yeah. Nick, come on. Because you don't give him his respect. My name is Nikola. All right, Nick, come on. Let's go. <laughs> right? And then you choose up sides, and all Get of a sudden... Get the ball to our big guy. Yeah, just yeah. stay down low, man. Yeah, okay. And all of a sudden, he starts dominating. Because it's like, give me these players. All right, Nick, come on. And then that's the guy who probably would dominate the game, Cap. 31 points, 13 assists, 11 rebounds. He has been tremendous. Tremendous. Unbelievable. He may win his third straight MVP. Unprecedented. Now, I don't know how the league feels about this, but they should be exalting him even more so. It's Jokic. Oh, we got to put, you know, push Giannis out there and LeBron try to pass to Kareem. Jokic has been as consistent as any player in the league. How's a big man going to surpass Alex English in assists? How's that happen? It's be crazy. He's an all around fantastic player. Fan freaking tastic. As a coach, you must love the fact that Jokic, you go, all right, I'm not going to coach. Nicola, you're going to coach, okay? You're going to play all five positions. What does the forward do here? What does the point guard do here? What does And he could do all five positions if you asked him to. Can you guard that postman? Yep, I got him. Can you play out on the floor? Yep, I got it. Can you hit the three? Yep, I got it. How about pass? Yep, I got that too. He's a beast. It's amazing, isn't it? Beast. Now time, we just want to give him his flowers this morning because we, you know, they beat the Timberwolves, but he has been... Amazing. 15th straight home win for the Nuggets as we go now to the Cap and Jay Cut of the Day brought to you by. It's brought to you by Chicago Cuts Steakhouse. David Flom, Matt Moore's dining creation at LaSalle in the River. All right, Johnny, what do we have? Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! Thank you so much, sweetie, for taking me can you, home. Can Thank you carry my bags upstairs? Thank you so much. And uh, I just want you to know, uh, put your hands on the steering wheel. (laughs) 
Put your goddamn hands in the steering wheel. Right now. Right now. Hey, give me the keys. Are you robbing me? Yes, I am, Shane. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Thanks for helping a sweet old lady. Well, then my What's wife- in your pockets? Bend over. Give me your pockets. Let me see it's in there. Oh, nice walk. Michigan, huh? All right. Lady, let's take a look. Those are my credit. I don't care about your credit cards. Head them over here. Thanks for helping a sweet old lady. And that's so good. That's proudly the Captain Jay Hood cut of the day. So good. <laughs> so good. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. And thank you to them last night. We had a great time. Pat Boyle throws a hell of a party with all the guys from NBC Sports Chicago uh, to say goodbye. It was really cool. All right, man. I'm going to see you Monday. I will see you Monday. I'm off tomorrow, but I will see you back here on Monday. we got to get into a college coach. For Shay and for Johnny the Beatman and for Cap, I'm Jay Hood. So long, everybody. Enjoy Take your day. That. From Chicago.